the biggest thing is the thought behind the gift you're giving. So, so think twice and be smart. When you're talking about these love languages, love has to be involved. And then doing all these things would mean something. I, I don't want I don't want to form friendship and relationship with people mm-hmm. for the fun of it because they look you know wow they it's I, I, for me it's beyond looks beyond the face beyond the face so above the head beyond, beyond the, the face. Podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out. You get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime. And we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Mental Wealth. This is going to be our episode 9 and we are grateful that you have been with us for now 9 episodes. Today we are going to talk about something interesting but before then I'd like to introduce my co-host who's of here. Of course, your co-host by the name BMW, but if you have time you can call me Derek Wasabawere. I'm glad we are doing episode 9 of our mental wealth conversation. And yeah, today we are joined by an amazing guy. I should allow himself or I should allow him, sorry, to introduce himself. Um hi guys, my name is Alex Oburu, but I'm popularly known as Guanest. Popularly, or, yeah, or Kenji the Guanest worldwide man. Unajua sikizi vijana wanasema sikizi vijana wanasema popularly. And we find that the word popular represents 10 people. I mean, I mean Okay. Yeah. Sawa sawa. Thank you so much for being part of this conversation today. Lilian, umesema leo we are discussing about Today we are going to talk about communication and relationships and specifically we are going to talk about love languages. What are they? What do they mean and why is understanding your love language important for a relationship? So that's what we are going to talk about. And to start, I would just like to ask you guys how many relationships that have you've been in that you have known and applied love languages, for example. How many relationships did you know your partner's love language and how did you use it to improve uh, the relationship? At least I was in three relationships, the ones I'm, I I had approved. There are others which somebody was dating me. So at least I can speak of the three I have been part and parcel of. Uh I'd say the first relationship I was still young, I was still a form 3 trying to experience my teenage period. So I didn't really understand her love language. It was all confusion. At this stage all you want to satisfy is your it's more of your teenage it's an adolescent stage. So the first one I didn't understand, the second one I think I did. Uh uh though I didn't I didn't fully implement it. Uh, like you understood your love language or her love her language. love language not uh-huh. mine. Uh-huh. Yeah and uh in the second relationship her love language was the primary love language was 
gifts. And uh, you know, this is Nairobi. Sometimes <laughs> gifts is an issue. So why is it an issue? <laughs> uh, you know, money, money is an issue. Uh, we have to agree. So sometimes. But soon as I pluck a flower out there and bring it to me, you know. Uh, and I'm happy we're discussing it's, it's it today. It's the thoughts. I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy with what you're saying. Uh, receive, giving and receiving gifts is not necessarily tied to a particular type of a gift. Many people confuse that with tying it to a particular type of a gift. So I think maybe either me or my partner at that time had confused receiving gifts to a particular type of gifts. And so it became an issue. I remember at one point, I bought her a shoe. Uh, it was on 31st of December. I recall it perfectly well. Then the neighbor, a guy neighbor, bought her chocolate. The same day she texted me and she was like, she's so happy the neighbor has bought her a chocolate. <laughs> she never acknowledged the fact that I bought her a shoe. Lilienda kubai viato. I took my time. Najua saiziaki. Literally I had known all that. I know the color of shoes and gependa kubai, you know, and all that stuff. She never, mm. that day, you know, in the you know, days that came after, she never acknowledged. So, Like when uh, you gave was, her the shoe, you sent the shoe? I took the shoe to her place. And what did she say? She didn't say, I, I couldn't actually say her. She didn't say thank you, she didn't. She like, didn't. Like, we had then. I told her, like, this is for you. I can say masawa, so... <laughs> This is Nairobi. <laughs> were you sure your your you guys were dating or you were That is a story for another day. <laughs> I I think I was so the problem. I think maybe the problem wasn't the gift. The problem was your position in this relationship. Were you in this relationship? Was it a relationship? Yeah, it was because we were there for two years plus. So I don't know why you guys are laughing. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's something I've never forgotten. So yeah, quite different. So. Mm. Yeah, my third relationship, I think by the time I was getting into my third relationship, I was already old. And yeah, it didn't take me forever to understand her love language. At least she was quite well with the words of affirmation. It really meant a lot to her. And I used that, uh, of course, gifts. I used that not much to the devil that I could. Yeah, but of course, of course, things never... Sometimes things don't have happen permanently. Sometimes we agree to disagree. True. Now, I want to ask you, how did you know a person's love language? Did they tell you or did you just assume or figure out based on what they quote-unquote like? One, uh, I am one person who values conversation. And sometimes when I have conversation with my friends or people who matter to me most, there are questions I try to ask which will help me understand you better. You know, uh, I'd ask you multiple questions, for example. One may relate to intimacy, the other one could be gifts, the other one could be about spending time and, you know, what you value most and the things you remember. You've had the best moments with your friends or the people you have loved. And through that, I get responses that are sometimes good, but at the same time, I also try to exercise because sometimes it can be out of excitement. Somebody tells you they, are, they they enjoy it when they spend time with others. But when you start, you know, giving, bringing them gifts, 
you find they they are more happy they feel more loved they feel more affectionate to you through giftings than you know when you are spending time with them so i think it is a mixture of both asking and trying out literally yeah okay alex tell us <clears throat> okay so for me um i'm not really like dairy i'm really outgoing i make friends faster I... So Derek <laughs> did not He doesn't make friends faster. Okay, but where did you find him? <laughs> so I uh, agree. I don't. I don't. In, in relation to, to uh, I was talking Which in relation okay. to women. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, yeah. So I've been in a couple of relationships. I don't really. Maybe I lost count. And uh, so, relationships that were mutual agreement that mutual, it's a relationship, not mutual, dating yourself. Uh, relationships, others. Um, I got entertained mm-hmm. <laughs> with some some women, but to answer your question, I guess I spent a lot of time growing up with older guys. So they used to say, "By the way, we uh, madem So quote unquote, they said, "Just know that sure is love A, B, and C. Maybe they love gifts. They love when you tell them they are pretty. So spending time with older men got me." Um, a clear picture of maybe some of the things that ladies would prefer. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a upper hand maybe trying to court a girl than other guys because I had some more Kenya. <laughs> yeah, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really under, understand or know that these were the love languages. I just knew you have to maybe buy her chocolate, you know, get her ice cream, take her out for window shopping not shopping you know Eric <laughs> whoa <laughs> some of us window shopping. shopping not just window shopping yeah you know? so 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 for us some um, of us will actually like to go out to a real shopping See but it's fun it's fun but they're going out with your girl for <laughs> to shopping, window shopping. Is, even even window shopping is really fun like i remember we used what to what is go, the fun in that like i remember like we go to and now we, we know her love language you know a she boutique not really a boutique <laughs> we go to at least I'm getting uh, to, to learn, yeah. Uh, so we go where they are selling, you know, good dresses. Mm-hmm. And Pima is a dress and then... Then you take we, pictures. You take pictures. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. That is humiliating. Oh, Pima dress in an independence and then Niwache. Yeah. Why? Why would if I do that? No, if I don't have money, I don't. If you don't have money, you don't. I mean... Yes, and even me on my... Kama ni kopekengwa, I can't even do that. Kama na dress in a I don't even look at them. Or I sometimes, go. on good days... You know, try out like twenty outfits and then you know pick one. It was okay, fun. Okay, that's better than seeing total window shopping. Uh, total window. It it happens once in a while. I mean, and if we are trying dresses and they they don't really match our test, you know, do we have to buy them? Okay, I, I so. guess the problem is most of the guys have have gotten more information using memes. So memes are generally created with um, one point of angle, or rather one scenario. And then they'll be like, by the way, SGA guy is supposed to do this, then all the shorties move with that pace. And uh, for instance, maybe my chick loves pizza, and your chick loves um, Uji. So, like, dude, what's wrong? So just try and understand the person kwanza what does what do they love mm-hmm. and after they out by the way maybe window shopping will be much greater than actual shopping 
the question is going back to the sender. The question is for me, I don't think I've been in any relationship where I've applied love languages to be honest. Because I think by the time I was learning about love languages from that period I haven't been in a relationship. So I haven't applied it in any relationship and I also think I haven't been in a relationship where somebody understood my love language. I don't think so. So yeah, that is my situation. <laughs> Why Alex mono na cheka? Do me na changa tu ma demarembo hivi alafu relationship. I'm always pata kila kitu. Maybe maybe that's a thing. Maybe maybe uko uko wasn't for me. But now when we talk about love languages and communication like apart from knowing other people's love language i think you have first to start with yourself yeah. to know yeah, your love yeah. language so do you guys know your love language yeah i do what's yours uh so i can't really pick one between words of affirmation and they can be two and touch or words of affirmation and touch yeah mm-hmm. you quality time mm-hmm. physical touch ah yeah me i am a words of affirmation and physical touch uh, uh, yeah, number three is gifts. Yeah, physical touch. <laughs> number three for me is uh, I said uh, number three is uh, number uh, three acts of service. Acts of service. Ah, yes. Alex, una joje love languages that Derek No, we are friends. We are friends. <laughs> no, we are friends. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think the better part of my life with my friends, I discuss more about what what affects me. Okay. Yeah, and what affects them. Okay. Yeah, so mental, I think mental. it's. Not just mental talk, it's me- mental talk. Because mental conversations is about self-understanding. You know, so yeah, that's why maybe he knows. Yeah, so I think even before we get deeper, we should tell people uh, that this idea of five languages was brought about by this guy called Dr. Chapman. Uh, he believes that there are five primary love languages, which some of us have mentioned uh there are five the one number one is without any order there is words of affirmation there is quality time there is physical touch there is acts of service and also receiving gifts so Lillian, maybe we can discuss in detail what does it mean you know somebody is listening and is like okay what, what is words of affirmation is it just how does it look like mm-hmm. and then of course we have to discuss how do you also realize or make plan to understand other people's love language yeah Okay, to explain, let's start with words of affirmation. Words of affirmation are people who like This this is for poetic people. Yes. People yes. love poetry. And people who appreciate more when you fully express how you feel about them. Seem to mwenyanezapenda, you tell them something vaguely. They would want a proper explanation. They would want you to tell them exactly how you feel about them and now on the flip side there are also words are also very sensitive to them so if yeah. you insult them for example it is an easy way to to break them so they like to be told kind words they like to be encouraged they like to be told they la- they are loved they like all those things these are people who love listening to us like nyako <laughs> out of 7 billion people i saw you you are my angel if you are part of a computer you will be a keyboard because you are my type yeah and then also people like that they would be they are really appreciative of say compliments that yeah. are thought out let's say for example if i know alex is good at something it would really mean something if he's a words of affirmation guy 
to complement that in a way that is thoughtful, like to sit down and look like I've thought about it and I understand what I'm saying. Those things go a long way with people who are words of affirmation kind of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So words, 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 beautiful words, words beautiful and words. don't insult them. Don't please. insult them. Yes. There is something I, I was speaking. Uh, maybe somebody will help me understand. Uh, especially with the words of affirmation, there is this kind of a lady, one of the things I, I dated. She enjoys, of course, words of affirmation, but anything that is a joke that touches them mm-hmm. is never a joke. That sounds like yes. an insult. Yes. So, yes. yeah, this You have are, to be very careful with Careful. Words. I think you have said you have to be very sensitive with the kind yeah. of words you use. Yes. So, when you make a joke, you can make a joke about Alex if the person is Lillian, but the moment. The joke becomes Lillian, who appreciates what formation, then it doesn't... Like, it's not a joke. It's, it's longer a joke. Yeah. That is an attack mm-hmm. on who they are and their identity. Yeah. So I think that is something people need to take caution on. Yeah. And, you know, if you love poetry, if you love love quotes, mm-hmm. this is where you fall. Lyrics. If you love yeah, lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people who... You know, some of us... Hey, Miss Yezishika, we were diamond from the beginning to the end. <laughs> Uh, but the people, if you can explain, you know, if you can master word by word and everything, you know, describe how they look and, from my head to toe. And also I think uh, our love languages affect exactly who we want, maybe who we desire. So you find most of the shorties or dudes who prefer or rather their word, uh, words of affirmation type of person, they tend to like maybe musicians, poets, spoken word artists. Or the just difference creatives. between yeah, creatives in yeah. general. I agree. It is easier for them to fall with uh, this kind of people. However, there's also room for them to fall with people who are extremely different. Mm. But only if these other, uh, their significant others want to acknowledge their love language and yeah. they're willing to ensure they fulfill their love language. Yes, yeah. yes, that's yeah. the catch. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, so th- that is all about words of affirmation. So, you know, Really Kina Sisi, Mimi na Alex. No, na Mimi. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, we're all here. Yeah. December, December, yeah, it's also, you know, all of us want to, you know, we want, we want to... Hey, you said, I remember, you said physical touch number and quality was, time. Said, no, the first one was quality time. Oh. Number one, was, number two was physical touch and then the third one was... No, the third one was actual service. Oh, sorry. Quality <laughs> time is not my thing. No, it doesn't... No, I love, of course, through... The three matters matters mm. most. Me, I think I'm, I I love it when we are having real time conversation. So quality time. Yeah, quality so tell, time. So tell us what does it mean now that you're a quality time person? Like what exactly does it mean? Uh, what, what do you time. guys have? Like what 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 do you want? Quality time simply means undivided attention. Mm-hmm. When we are here, it is about me and you. There is no other distraction. There is no Laptop, there's no phone that is distracting your conversation. It's either I'm talking and then you're, you know, giving your best to ensure you're listening. And this is, some people uh, confuse quality time with uh, advice giving. You know, I start opening up and then you, ju- you just jump, you want to advise me on how sh- I should do one, two, three, three. That, it doesn't work that way. Quality time is simply giving, giving me your undivided attention. Yeah. Can I say something that I've realized about advice giving mm-hmm. or just dealing with situations? Most of the time when you're going through something and you tell somebody that cares about you, I realize sometimes maybe that's not the best move because if I'm going through something and he cares about me, 
this thing affects him. Yes. So his response first is not even to help me, is to make whatever he's feeling go away because he's also not feeling okay. This thing is affecting him. So his immediate response is to make this bad feeling go away for him as well. And that sometimes, that's why you see people are quick to tell you, do this. And it's not coming from a very informed point of view. It's coming from a point where they want the problem to go away so that they can also be relieved of the unpleasant feelings that they may, might be going through because of your situation. What okay. they do is to bandage a wound that requires surgery, <laughs> apparently. And I think in psychology, if I've learned something, one or two, three things, is you cannot be cancelled with a person who you share a mutual relationship with, be it your friend, be it your workmate, somebody that you have an interest to, to protect, a family member, then the wrong people, because at the end of the day, they have something to protect for example, if you are going through a difficult situation and Alex is part of that difficult situation, the first thing I'll do as your brother, assume I'm your brother, is to, def- to protect my family. So anything I'll say, even if you are the one who was on the wrong, my, my quickest response will be to protect you and to start attacking Alex. You know? And of course, even in counseling, it should not be more about me giving you advice. It should be more about me paying attention. Actually, counseling is never about giving advice. Yeah, it is Counselors never about don't giving. They give don't. Advice. They only yeah. help the client to find solutions within themselves. Yes. Yeah, so quality time is purely undivided attention. And I think I have had people who will call me and they'll be like, um, um, thank you so much for your time. Like, they will come, they will have a conversation with you. You don't give them any kind of response. They're done talking and then they leave. And later on, they'll feel like you are one important person to their lives. You know, and, and a quick question. So, when it comes to quality time, and you've stated it as undivided attention to your partner, so yeah, no phones, no laptops, no anything. So, when you come together to watch a movie or maybe play a game, will that be considered as quality time? Yes. There is, in that act. Okay, let me refresh. Maybe I used. Gadgets in the... I rephrase it completely wrong. Watching movie, there is undivided attention. The two of us are concentrated on that thing that we are watching together. So it's part of quality time. Whatever you guys are doing is part of the two of you. You know? Yes. So that is how we call it quality yeah. time. So watching a movie or even doing an outdoor activity, if you decide to go paintballing or whatever, that is still quality time. As long as you're spending time together. Yeah. Yes, with undivided attention. Okay, so I think we have touched a bit of quality time. Lillian, I don't know what, 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 what's next. Uh, we have physical touch. And guys, for physical touch, uh, basically the PDA kind what of is PDA? Public, public display of affection. Affection, oh, sorry, yes. my bad. <laughs> they are the ones who will hold your hand or will want to be held and will be all over, like phys- physically being touched means a lot to them. So, I don't know how far to explain this. I, I, I think the, the issue with uh, what people confuse um, physical touch, they think it's only about uh, sex or that is the maybe worst banging. notion about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cuddling, maybe holding hands, mm-hmm. you see, hugging, yeah, all those, as long as you're touching them yeah. appropriately. Those, yeah. Those, yeah, those who love laying their head on our chest. 
Yeah, you know, playing with yes. that. Yes, and also let's. Nani has mentioned. Alex has mentioned something appropriately because you see these things have a flip side. Yeah. If my physical touch is my my wherever is physical touch, my love language is physical touch, and I do not like Alex. If Alex touches me, it is just in unimaginable. Like he shouldn't. Like it will affect me. I will feel violated. You understand. So and this is not something that is inviting anybody no, yeah, to do it. No, it is only okay for people that they love and people that they would want to receive this kind of touch from, yeah. not just anyone. Mm. So if you're not in that bracket and you touch them, you will rub them the wrong way. Yes. So it's important to, to know that there's also something yeah. else I wanted to say that I've forgotten. It's important to touch those who you love and those who love you back. And also another thing is, it's also an issue. You see, Alex has mentioned something like hugging. Or just sometimes, Mimi, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm a physical touch person, but I just overlook hugging people. But if somebody is, have this physical touch, some of these things mean something to them. So, they're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you understand? Yes. So those kind of people, I think they're the ones who suffered most. During yeah, the I think to pick up from where you, you have just left, you might be fulfilling your partner's love language wrongly. Mm. By wrongly, I mean you're not fulfilling the right love language. Yeah. For example, you're a man, so you think you're providing for this lady, you're taking her out for movies, but she's more interested with physical touch. Mm-hmm. You, you wonder why this lady keeps on saying, you don't, she, like, you don't love me, you don't care about me, all exactly. you care is about your things. <laughs> and you think, you know, women, or you think a particular person doesn't value or appreciate your effort. Yeah. It is never about them appreciating your effort. It's just that you have not taken your time to know what their love language is. Yes, and also feeling, loving, somebody loving you and you feeling loved are not exactly the same. Somebody can say the way they love you, but you don't feel loved because they're not loving you correctly. So whatever you're saying is is very true because we have a lot of people who say, they love you or they love people, but these other people are like, where is the love? I can't see it. I can't feel it. And it's because of this kind of situations. Things have not been communicated or people have not taken the time to understand exactly how their partners will like to be loved. Yes. Absolutely correct. So please try, as you listen to this podcast, try to understand your partner's uh, love language. I think we have mentioned it earlier on. Our love languages vary. Don't assume yeah. you're going to meet a partner whose love language is equal to yours. Yeah. In most occasions, or just because I'm a woman, I like gifts. Yeah, there is that notion. Uh, <laughs> is it true by the way that women love gifts? Okay. Yeah, women love gifts, but there, it is not. It doesn't mean that every woman top, whatever is gifts. Yeah. Yeah, like gifts are nice, but there are people who also have other love languages. They could prefer words of affirmation or quality time or acts of service or things like that. So it doesn't mean... A lot of women like gifts, but it doesn't mean that that is the primary love language for all women. I, I think we can see that around maybe once or twice or thrice you've seen a couple, maybe uh, a dude who cannot maybe afford to give the lady something and they're staying and they're happy. doesn't mean that... <coughs> sorry, every person... Every woman loves gifts. They don't um, actually... I think they're pretty complex and sometimes it's really hard to understand women. But 
that one I'm sure of. Oh my gosh, you did not say that on our podcast. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> it's pretty hard to understand. Women are complicated. Anyway, human beings in general are complicated. Yes. Yeah. Talking of giftings or receiving. In fact, this type of love is giving and receiving. Yeah. Yes, giving and receiving gifts. I know people who are professional receivers. <laughs> receivers. <laughs> Life so see, has maybe, to be no, let me let me ask you, Derek. If my love language is receiving gifts and yours is acts of service, so why am I giving you gifts? We are not. We have not yet discussed acts of service. <laughs> like, okay, let's pick another one. Yours uh, is physical touch. Yeah. See, me, I'll just touch you, and then you give me gifts. Or that is totally, that is what we discussed. <laughs> that is manipulation. <laughs> that is manipulation. It's pure sport. How is that manipulation? You what works for be, me because maybe. Uh, for me, I think uh, there's a difference of receiving and um, giving love. So maybe if they feel they're loved when they receive gifts, give them the gifts. But I think it's also common sense that you're supposed to also give gifts if you receive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, because, yeah. you know, the trouble with receiving, receiving and receiving is it puts you at a very ugly position or state. And this is where you find... Most of our young people, I don't want to say ladies, mm-hmm. also men suffer men, it yeah. as well. Because you are used to receiving gifts from a particular person. When they ask you for something that you're not comfortable doing, because you feel like you, they owe you, or you need, you, know, you need to repay back. But deep down in your heart, you know, this is not something I will do in my normal situation. But because you have been receiving, 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 you end up giving up and giving in to what they want. You know, for example, somebody wants to have sex with you, and you've been receiving cash, you know, they've been paying your house rent, they've been, you know, buying house items. I'm not saying Alex Tuzaku in Nuliwa, but I'm just, you know, <laughs> you, all that stuff, you know. So you'll feel guilty. So this person, in a way, has bought your mind to the point that you can do easily anything so that you please them. So I think my issue now is when it comes to giftings, also have the art or the urge to also learn to give it out so that you don't feel indebted or you don't feel like you need to pay somebody anything at the I, end of the day. I, I think want. maybe the issue is the person who is giving, why are they giving? Do they give because they want to? Or are they of, giving because, because they, they expect want something. something else? Of course, if somebody is giving you with an expectation, then that is a wrong way of doing things. At the end of the day, uh, nobody should be expecting anything from you. We should give out of heart because we we want to give, you know. But I'm also trying to preach that we also learn to give and receive, receive you yeah. know. And let us discuss a bit on receiving and giving because I think this idea has been manipulated with other things. There is that notion that when you're giving, we highlighted it a bit, Kidogo to Kianza, some people think buying particular items should be the particular gifts they want. Like, Come on, I paint an iPhone, so, and you love gifts, I need to buy iPhone, come on, I buy iPhone, I need to buy, you know, expensive stuff. According to me and according to what I've learned and I've read, giftings has nothing to do with expensive things. It is what you can afford. And I know the person receiving gifts should appreciate the effort and even the gifts they get from their significant others. Derek, I want to say something on that. Uh, giving and giving gifts doesn't mean you just randomly give somebody anything. 
it could even be expensive or it could be cheap cheap but if this gift doesn't mean anything to them it's it is not as pleasing and that's why as we're giving gifts you need to be thoughtful think about it don't just up and buy shoes for example you know so, so I, I was no, 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 I just gave an example. I didn't mean Why your shoes were bad. So you need to think, you need to be, you need to think about your gift and be thoughtful. And it just the way somebody of, the way we mentioned about words of affirmation, you need to be thoughtful about complimenting them. Even people, these people for gifts, you need to be thoughtful. Give a thoughtful gift. You understand? If, for example, I I see, for example, Alex is a creative. He likes writing. He likes whatever. Getting him a journal would mean something to them. You understand? So it's that kind of a situation. You need to think about what they like and what this gift would mean to them. And then you gift them. Yeah, yeah like, I the the nini. The biggest thing is the thought behind the gift you're giving. So maybe uh, you give someone a pen before an exam. You see, the uh, the person doesn't have maybe a mosquito net and they're struggling, you give them a mosquito net. Just think about everything. Maybe yeah. a gift can also be a card. Maybe written, you're pretty. It's still a gift. So just it's a gift yeah. and, uh, and words of information. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so think twice and be smart. Uh, I agree. Though I'm not 100%, you know, agreeing with everything. Sometimes we, we can also give things that matter most to us. There, there have been moments I've received things that, personally, they are not really, really special to my end. But it was special to their end. But I think the fact that somebody went out of their way to buy those gifts, for me, is special. And I, I always feel like I need to treasure such kind of gifts. But I agree to the point that you've said sometimes even when we, we go out of our way to, you know, look for gifts that we want to give the people we love, it is also important to, you know, to do a background research, to know things that they love and, you know, what it means to them. But it doesn't have to be tied to an expensive item. Not the cost. The cost it, it shouldn't matter. be the cost. Yeah. So maybe in your in your scenario it would have been maybe the other or the partner um maybe they love chocolates some people are like that then they give you chocolate so that maybe the next time you might because they're not actually trying to say they love chocolate but because this is what i love and i've associated this product with happiness i will give it to you mm-hmm. and then uh maybe you will see uh maybe this person loves product a so you'll be giving them that product and I think I think this is where I know we'll talk about communi- we'll mention something about communication later. But I think this is where it, communication comes in because you see we are just out here assuming and working with assumptions and what we feel and what we have seen. But the truth is, even for these love languages, we project a lot. I assume because I'm a words of affirmation, my partner is. I I love them the way I would like to be loved. But you see, that is not right. Yeah. I need to love them the way they should be loved, not the way I would like to be loved. And that's why, apart from knowing these love languages, it's important that we communicate how exactly we want, we would like to be loved. Because if not, I would be like, Uku just texting and, and, and touching this person, and maybe they, are PDA, they, they fear PDA, they don't like those things. So you yeah. see, it's... 
it becomes we an all, issue. We, yeah. we are yeah. all well-meaning, but we are stuck. Yeah, because, because of, we can't there is no com- communication. We are not communicating. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think I've seen scenarios whereby a guy is having an issue with the chile because the lady doesn't feel comfortable being hugged, especially, you know, all those sorts of public public display affection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the correct word, yeah. So they don't feel comfortable doing that. So the guy will be like, I, I think this lady doesn't. Like, love me. Love me, mm-hmm. you know, because why, if she's really my girlfriend, if she really loves me, she will willingly, you know, do all these things. And sometimes these thoughts are guided by our past relationships with other people. Because... Jerry, Akinyi, or Diana was doing one, two, three things with you and they were happy, they were comfortable and they enjoyed everything about it. You now assume every other woman who should come into your life has to do it. It's a way of women doing things that way or it's a way of men doing things that way. And that isn't the case. So yeah, it's important to learn how to communicate and to know how we do things the right way. True. Yeah, Lillian. What have we not talked about? We're not talked about acts of <coughs> service. Service. I love oh, acts of service. You love acts of service. My Lord, all the women I've dated attracted me because of what they were doing. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I love acts of service. I mean, you do anything, be it for me, acts of service. Maybe I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Acts of service could be you're doing it for other people. Yeah, because I've seen you. Let me finish. Okay. For example, mm-hmm. like I've said, the women who have attracted me, mm-hmm. who I've been attracted to. Sorry, I've been attracted to. It was because, majorly, because of the acts of service. Like I was seeing them helping a person. I was seeing them, you know, leading the way, doing one, two, three, or four things. Why was I attracted? Because I was sure when I dated them, that yeah, is, the, I'm going cut. to be treated, treated that way. But you're not of those people that are serving. Of course I'm not those people that are serving. In everything we do at times we risk. We you know we gamble. Mm-hmm. If of course we happen to date and then things don't work out, you know we we part ways. Okay. So I was I have always been to date I'm always attracted beads leading to a serious relationship or friendship. Mostly it's purely acts of service. Somebody who is just concerned about other people, the things they do. I am so sure, at least when I'm part of them or they're part of my life, there are things I will not struggle with, and I enjoy it. You know, this book is supposed to be here, not there. I'm supposed to help Eric do one, two, three things. Acts of service is different from people who want to make their girlfriends to, you know, help them out, to be more of their... How could I... Do wifely duties. You know, there are people who... Girlfriend Akikuja, Apike, Apike Koza Gideri, Aoshe Vyombo, you know, and all those stuff. I, I believe it's totally different. Atoe curtains, Apanguze ceiling, Aoshe Duve. I mean, why on earth will you make somebody's daughter go through that? For me, acts of service could be maybe the lady just reminding me that I need to ensure that things have been taken to the laundry. If I do laundry, I'm still washing my stuff. Uh, simple things. You know, for me that matters so much. Okay. Yeah. For me, I think acts of service because I feel like what you're saying. Because you see, people who do service for others are generally attractive people because of their character. So, I don't know. I would say maybe you are attracted to who they are as a person, as as compared to the acts of service. But also, I could be wrong. But for me, acts of service is 
them doing acts of service for you. So it can be but also that is acts of service. Bora to see slavery. You understand? Bora to it's not at a, this guy expects But if he's a guy that likes acts of service, he would really appreciate if you did something like that. I'm okay msaidia na kazi. Alex you help him with that. It goes a lot. It means something. It means a lot let to me, him. Let me ask you something Lillian. Uh the modern day society uh, is also telling people don't perform wifely duties as a girlfriend and Derek is somebody who enjoys and loves acts of service that is just me if I can get a lady who will help me with washing clothes honestly whether she's going to be the one washing or taking them to the laundry I'll be the happiest human being on earth so how do we solve this issue is it that that phrase doesn't make sense or it is a matter of you and your partner deciding and agreeing on a few things and how things should you know should run okay so um as much as acts of service is a love language and it shouldn't be in any way be exploited and that's why i would also say applying boundaries is fine is because you see for all these love languages your partner is not dictating to you i want gifts you know i i want words of affirmation i want whatever it's your partner understanding that this is what works for you and them in their own capacity they decide how they're going to do it for you yeah okay so if me i know you you are an acts of service kind of person and i know maybe running an errand for you or washing for you would mean something to you i make an effort to do that because i know what that means for you you understand so it's not about the person the other person who is giving love in form in form of service being exploited it's not about that it's about this person them actually understanding that you like act of service and they see how they can do that for you at their own terms not you telling them at 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 their own terms uh it it drives me to the next uh, question uh because even when i was reading the book by the guy who came with the idea of the five love languages uh there were couples who had difficulties expressing their or feeling loved by their significant others this one was you know attracted to acts of service the other one was you know words of affirmation and you know they are having struggle don't you think sometimes when it comes to love languages as far as uh intimate relationships concerned sometimes we have to bend a bit so that we can you know accommodate our others or it's just that because when you say of course we have to feel comfortable but i'm thinking of the idea whereby all of us are different in terms of our love languages and my love language is completely different from yours but apparently i because i love you i have to feed in what makes you happy you know and you have to do the same do you think sometimes we have to should i use the word compromise mm-hmm. maybe okay. for lack of a better word compromise, yeah, compromise is so okay. as to you know make that relationship be there for you know a longer time or you know be more fun more happy more affectionate and more loving that's true compromise is key for any relationship to be functional because as you've mentioned we are not the same we are very different and for 
both of us to be, for example, in a comfortable and healthy, happy relationship, each one of us has to compromise. So compromising is fine and it's actually necessary as long as this compromise is mutual. Understand, like both parties are compromising to make each other happy or feel loved and things like that. Interesting. Alex, I wrote out your voice when we were talking about acts of service. Ama, it's something... For me, I feel acts of service, it's, it's actually okay. I guess maybe when I, when, when I go step by step, it's like I have all the love languages, but in different percentages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because more words for formation than um, physical touch, some quality time. Um, receiving gifts maybe they don't really mean as in a big deal for me and lastly act of service but when it comes to washing, uh, doing dishes and uh, and your clothes I mean, it's a big deal like it's a big deal for your act of service let me ask, you know <laughs> we agree, sometimes we might have our, our difficulties as human beings mm-hmm. Uh, for example, mtu anaweza kuwa na upungufu wa like they don't have things to put on mm-hmm. to wear. And apparently they want to tag gifts, receiving gifts as their, you know, as their love language. But we purely know that yours is purely an issue to do with money. You know, that you need to solve with other means, you know. So I I don't know. Lily, I don't know whether sometimes people no, me, mistake I, I get language where, where your point is coming mm. from because if it's doing dishes, I can do them, but I can I can do my own laundry. I can maybe clean the house, but mtumgina kikufanya it's it's actually better and you feel more. I think more loved or something. Naturally, I think you are because we enjoy it when people help us out. No, uh, when, that's not the depends, case. For me, I don't. Depends. With if if I tell you, me me I'm not telling you once. Do you wash dishes? So if she likes, she will do it. Yeah, of course. And you know, be, yeah. she will because she wants to, not because I told her to do one, two, three. So, so it's purely from whatever. Purely she wants from the heart. Assume yeah. assume there are two two human beings who apparently love you and uh, you some extent love them you have not really decided who you want to settle with. One, for some reason, both of them once in a while visit you. But one of them apparently helps you out with chores, ensuring your house, you know, is clean and all that stuff. Do you think that will be a determinant to deciding who becomes your girlfriend? Yeah. Because, you know, when someone loves you, they care about everything. Once a manga I think it's a check the, the rules and the thorns. Yeah. So when they care, they love you and they care as in fully about you. They care about how you do your dishes. They care about how you go to work, how you look like. And um, maybe is your shirt iron to see. So, and the other person maybe is just there for, can we watch a movie? Then they go, they don't even move a plate. So they're, they're, they're bringing baggages to there. The it is baggages in the event. I think if somebody asks me, can we watch a movie and I really value, you know, I value quality, quality time, time mm-hmm. I'll be more glad to, to watch a movie than 
she deciding to wash dishes for me. Yes. And I'll be the happiest human being. Yeah, I, I guess it's also because we are different. So exactly. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bottom line about, when you're talking about these love languages, love has to be involved. So you see, if you love someone, even before they come wash dishes or whatever, you already love them. You understand? So them being, them being somebody that can help you out is just a plus. And you see, for example, yeah. if your love language, for example, is acts of service, then them doing all these things would mean something. But you see, again, there's a direct situation where him, he wants quality time. And I talk to him, Kujem, Netflix and chill, which will mean something to him. So, yes. So, so when you marry and now you have the quality time, what else? What else? Of course, if you read from those who have gone before us, be it a true somebody you know, and love, for me, you know, doesn't sustain marriage. There are so many other factors that uh, keep marriage going. So I don't think mm-hmm. it is just chilling and watching Netflix <laughs> that will sustain me in that marriage. True. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a smart one, though. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, communication in this love language situation. At what point do people need to have this conversation? We've already established that it's important to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. So at what point, when you're dating, when you're about to date, when you're in a relationship, when you're about to be married, when should you have this conversation and how should this be had? Oh, so I'm going first. May I guess the, the conversation you need to have is now, you with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first to understand what is your love language. So we have uh, some tricks you can try. You can go to websites that offer you guys to fill questions and they'll tell you you have this percentage. But you can also check on how you are raised and try and see maybe some of the things that you lacked. I guess those also apply. Try and see how your uh, your guardians or your parent try and um, try to express love to you. So some of the people, that is the way they grew up and that is the love language that they portray. Yeah, so... Before you try and um, uh, assess the other person, assess yourself, know your strengths, know uh, your love language, know the pros and cons of your love language. Then from there, if you have a partner, I guess the earlier the better. Let me mention something that Alex has mentioned. He has mentioned knowing about your love language and one of the easiest way is doing a test for me i did a test doing a test there are so many tests online that you can do but also going back to your past and understanding what you lacked because most of the people they their love language comes from them from what they lacked growing up so that's what they would like to see now and for some other people it's what they knew and that's still what they want now and that brings us to another conversation about attachment styles, but that we will do. We'll do. We'll have that conversation later. But it's important to understand those those patterns because there are very many underlying things that come from how you are being raised that will inform your love language, or even your attachment, attachment style. So yeah. that is very important. I think those are the ways that you can know about 
about your love language but then after you've known then when you meet somebody do you just first date what is your love first language? date like when do you communicate when do you I guess, I guess, when should we when should people have these conversations I guess it's and how to, comfortable are people to have these conversations i i think to answer lilian's question on when to have this conversation with another person you don't just bump to someone and you're like what's your love language yeah what's your love language <laughs> first like, date like what uh, are you serious so asking other 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 questions like maybe you can ask them do you prefer to either hang out or go window shopping mm-hmm. and they'll be like window shopping will you buy me something so <laughs> <laughs> oh nice one uh-huh. yeah so from there you know like this is someone who prefers they prefer gifts mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's up to you to be smart mm-hmm. uh, ask um not these open ended questions like do you want to go to the movies no do you drink coffee yes that, that, that is closed yeah Those closed yeah, yeah sorry closed yeah mm-hmm. so do you go to the uh, do you go to the movies so it's just like yes no trend uh find out how they were raised mm-hmm. uh trend find out maybe if they had may, uh, maybe all the money in the world what will they do where will they travel to trend um maybe assess the person deeply ask questions that they are never they were never asked before i guess trying to understand the person will maybe give you a, some insights of their love language but when you get to know the person you will be like hey there's this test maybe you can you can try yeah, it out like yeah, actually cool. because by the way i'm size i just want direct communication <laughs> cool. i don't i don't want because i realized as much as you would try to study patterns carefully you still mm-hmm. get it wrong so yeah. sometimes it's just good that me like okay this is what i want tell me now uh for me i think not just relationship even friendships i make with people i ask questions prior to even forming these friendships you do you interview people for not really interview okay. not interview i i will we will meet for the first time our date and i'll share my story about how i was raised there are mm-hmm. there are things you will share and then you will trigger another person to share their experiences you know i i like to know like how is your relationship with your dad how about your mom how about your sis what 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 things do you love do you do with your sis your mom how you know do you talk? how often do you talk or uh, my gosh that sounds know. like an interrogation <laughs> it's not really it is not the <laughs> no, I, I understand i understand yeah, what it's... you mean but for some people somebody who's listening will like i don't want to meet delic i don't want to be friends with them because you see again you mentioned this is something you can do on first date and for me that is dangerous because if i have uko wounds with my mother and you're asking me on the first date what is my relationship with my mother like, no oh, I, what I, I, I what i understand the is, is, is what i have had conversations with people and i'll ask them about something and then they will not respond i will understand sometimes it doesn't mean i will get all the responses in one day that's a big lie some of these feedbacks we want to get we get them over time it can be more than 3 weeks it can be more than a month you have to allow people to speak when they're ready to speak you cannot force words out of people's mouth you know it takes time even me by the time i'll be asking you about your mom or your dad i might be having conflicting issues with my parents you know so i will ask even more personal questions about themselves what they love what fun means to them is it gaming you know music and all this stuff and why do they you know why do you like music you know me like i'd say personally i don't really enjoy music and you know more open ended questions i did, okay I I'm not a big fan of music apparently I struggle a lot I'd say that openly I struggle a lot to you know to 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 follow up with 
music and the trends. Sometimes the kind of songs I can recall ni zile za 202 204 like I can tell you for free modern so modern modern day artist who doesn't know above the head <laughs> at least below, I know below the belly but again which belly we want to know which belly <laughs> some some people have 16 belly <laughs> You just take the 16 bellies put them together below that belly. <laughs> you know that okay thank you so much so like literally sagul modern day artist i can tell you half of them or more than half i don't even know their names i can't even tell sometimes i listen to a song i'd be like i'll i'll say it's a particular artist because i know that but artist alone so yeah i try to ask more open ended questions mm. for me i am doing that deliberately because i want to see if our relationship is going to be healthy you know okay yeah that is i do it so that i i don't want i don't want to form friendship and relationship with people mm-hmm. for the fun of it because they look you know wow they it's I, I, for me it's beyond looks okay it's beyond so, what i see Derek, it's beyond what i be, beyond what you see beyond the face be, beyond the face so above the head beyond, beyond the, the face okay so i want to ask you two question a question both of you in your explanations you have sounded like people who are conversationalists and not everyone is somebody who likes conversation sure so on for these people who really don't enjoy this kind of deep conversation then how then do they do they bring this up how then do they get this information from their partners or how then do they give this information to their partners i guess uh, okay I'll, i'll go first you know there's this time I was in an interview and they asked me So what if your manager is doing something you don't really like and you have a better way of doing that thing? Um what will you do? Then I was like, oh, this is a tough one. Yeah, I didn't really have the answer then, but what I said maybe just worked and um from that time henceforth, um from that time to now, it is still working. So I think you give a compliment first. Um ask a question then give a compliment it works so for example <clears throat> let me just get something easy but i think I, I i know i i understand what you mean because i feel like maybe especially in situations where you're not exactly you don't know how things will go with this yeah. other person maybe yeah. you don't know each other like that compliments is an easy way to like ice break or something like that so that unajua Derek mean is a tumwa be like i'm not i'm not worried about <laughs> i'm not yeah i'm not worried about those things but you see for 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 your situation your manager is somebody that you know you just don't go to with yeah. anything so i get but just explain to to our yeah. listeners so for example maybe in this setup maybe yeah i i love your ring so it looks nice it fits nice where did you get it from You're supposed to answer. Oh, I got it from Masai Market. Oh, so you usually go to Masai Market? I do occasionally. Interesting. You went there this week? No. Can we go maybe this Saturday? Sure. Wana sema kila kitu raisi. Like yeah, if you're so, going to buy me rings, why should I not say no? Should so, I not say yes? So I guess maybe from people who don't really um speak a lot mm-hmm. you can try and uh, 
throw questions like here and there. give them leading yeah. questions maybe uh una zambia mtu eh unakaa fiti wewe unafanana nani kwenyu so from that point of angle you've asked the person what do they look like you've asked that, them about, yeah, their, about family. their family yes so they will try and open up uh mimi uh me it's more of mom and they will say something Mm-hmm. about the mother mm-hmm. or the sister or the brother then you can follow up yeah okay so you just try and be smart i think each question can be phrased differently, differently. and you can get different answers based on how you phrase the question sure i completely agree i think the other way i've learned in working with people you know open up is sharing my story when you can share a story and especially stories that can closely relate to their experiences they can feel safe with you and <clears throat> they get an opportunity you know to learn to speak uh, as lilia has said we are all different there are people who can take forever to open up because of different experiences they have had you know trust issues we come from different uh, backgrounds so i think even this kind of people you need to be really patient sometimes there are people it will take a shorter time to you know make them speak up there are those who will take ages and if you really are honest about them and you really care about them you will be patient enough to allow them to take their time to speak up regardless of what they're going through so i think also is also i think the other thing i've learned and i think it has helped me a lot is being sensitive to how people react to things the way i behave the way i speak how my comments sound to them if you are really cautious you can always see through their facial expression and you can tell they didn't feel comfortable or even the timing they're taking to respond back can tell a lot sometimes you can you'll be like forget about it why don't we have fun or, you know you know why don't we go and have a lunch or you know sometimes allow them to process that and in their opportune time they will feel comfortable sometimes these people you want to talk they will speak without even you asking them to speak they'll be like I want us to discuss about one two three things you know and that is how life is I think I've learned to learn to accommodate different people and how they are and how they you know respond to different things altogether Yep Yeah okay for for me I guess I don't really open up to people when you meet the first time I talk a lot but I'm really cautious with the information that I give people because I'm like information is power and I'm giving this person a lot of power to either do whatever they will do because how i was raised up was um kind of for example uh sisi ndo wale tulikuwa naambua usiende kwa jirani like don't go to the neighbor and stuff just make sure you're here by this time so we were really cautious with any interaction with the with the kids with the neighbors with our relatives so when it comes to meeting new people okay i can make people talk and they can tell me their stories and everything but when it comes to me opening up it will take time it will take time yeah like for a long time maybe 2 months 3 4 until i completely trust the other person i cannot pour out information to them and does that have an effect on your relationships cause if this relationship it's one person who is opening up and the other one is not then it affects the bonding yeah to some to some extent yeah but i guess it's we we have where we compensate for not opening up <laughs> yeah for not opening up maybe sometimes they ask questions and uh 
so I will not advise people to lie but you either give a vague answer or you ask another question maybe just brush off change the topic like it's not like um so tell me about your dad then you like I'm not telling you about my dad it's like oh, oh so how was your day can can we talk about your day first then yeah maybe that question But will disappear think... <laughs> no no don't make the questions disappear because i understand where you're coming from and i have the same problem so me when somebody asks me tell me about say your ex am i your dad if i don't feel like talking i just tell them i'm not comfortable to talk, to talk about it right now but when i am i will let you know yeah. i feel like that's more a more honest way to proceed so that so that this person can can understand because if you completely brush off they will know you're brushing off and what are jazia because you see you haven't communicated they will think whatever it is that comes to mind maybe you you're not as invested maybe you know and maybe you just have your own struggles so it's important for you to just say i'm not okay talking about it now i'd rather talk about it this time or something like that i feel like that's more fair to the other person yeah that's fair but it also depends with the person yeah. you tell the person we will talk about it later Now that later will be after two minutes, after two minutes, after no, two minutes. No, see, you, the, the first statement I said is, I will talk about it when I am I ready am to. Ready, and ready. a person should understand that mm-hmm. when you're ready, ready is, doesn't mean two minutes. Ready mm-hmm. could be one week, ready could be two months, ready could be one year. Ten years. When you're ready. Yeah, when you're ready. You, will, you should never at any given point pressure anyone to, to open up. And then, before you forget, people... initiate speaking differently uh, i've met people who maybe you ask them questions sometime back about their families mm-hmm. and then they didn't respond and then they will later on come and be like i'd like to ask you something what do you think about people who are not raised by their moms or mm-hmm. their dads you know yeah that is a way they're trying to initiate <laughs> or yeah. start that you conversation know, you know yeah. it happens that way uh, the other way could be what do you think if your wife can't give birth You know somebody's trying to maybe tell you directly she has you know done a few kinds of uh body analysis and gone to gynecologist or sort of and things have been complicated you know they're trying to see will you what would you think yeah, about them think first of, you know first you know so up. people open up differently mm-hmm. and these are think moments whenever your partner or your colleague or somebody you're close to starts this kind of conversation mm-hmm. for me i feel like this is the moment they want to have intimate conversation you know they want to allow you to be part of their lives and mm-hmm. they want to see if your response will be in line with what they expect then they can invite more and more conversation by them sharing more about themselves and maybe with time you guys can become a thing okay but uh-huh. go go okay. ahead I, i guess uh, that question or that phrase where what do you think about people who maybe Yeah, I guess ladies go too way far with that question. They be like It's like a setup. <laughs> yeah. Like what would you have done if I was a pen? I like. But the, the answer is always I will I will love you the way you are. <laughs> that is always the answer. But when the ladies like What if I'm pregnant? What will you do? What if What if you pregnant me and you didn't you know we didn't plan for that kid? What will happen? We will love the kid the way he is. How she is. <laughs> is that a genuine response or it is because you want to get something? No, it depends with okay, I I guess how I'm processing everything is because uh first 
the person you're getting into a relationship with do you love the person do you like them so me i'm i'm from an angle where you like the person and um they are they're interesting mm. you want to spend the rest of your life with them because in because case, such yeah. kind of questions comes trying to understand if you are you're giving them an assurance like yeah. you are there throughout you know regardless of the storms and what happens you know and yeah that is life back to you Lilian I feel like we've turned this episode into opening up but I think now <laughs> it's time for us to wrap up yeah. we are still talking about love languages and communication and I think it's time for us to just give our parting shot in regards to this particular topic and then we can wrap up absolutely uh I think I've learned a lot through this uh show uh the love languages for me i think I've, i i feel more empowered there there are a number of things i've learned from you guys that uh i didn't know before and i think that is the essence of this uh podcast and i'm sure our listeners are going to learn a lot and i believe next episode is going to talk about attachment styles we have been postponing attachment styles for a while but it will be important we have a conversation on attachment styles so so as to guide our viewers on a number of uh, things but i'm glad I've learned a thing or two and I hope you will keep listening. Thank you so much to those who are listening in. Bona Alex, Sonoja Alex is a famous one in this. Yeah. A lot of Popular examples. A lot of examples have been given about Alex. He cannot he cannot give a he cannot give yeah, account so guys, of the number of ladies he has dated. So guys, no this is the famous Alex. If you ever heard us uh, say about Alex, this is the one. He's the one and I'm sure you guys have enjoyed listening to him. Yeah, so my parting shot is um first of all when it comes to love language before we assess everything assess yourself try and understand yourself maybe some things you lacked when growing up or how you uh you received love from your parents your um guardians or your siblings and um if that doesn't work go to the website try uh it's a test right yeah that test yeah try a test and um find out what's your love language and um also find out the love languages of those people who are around you it's, it doesn't matter if they're your partner your friend your colleague just um try and find out for a better relationship for a better friendship and um yeah i guess everything will be fine everything so, will be fine <laughs> yeah this is this is really nice and i'll love to do it maybe again Of course, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So for me, I'd like to say in the spirit of self-awareness, understanding your love language is primary, not just to you, not just to other people, but even to you because you see, I feel like you can people cannot really understand you if you don't understand yourself. So all the things Alex has talked about, your childhood, if you have any trauma work to do or just understanding where you're coming from and why your love language is your love language to make sure it's not coming from a toxic place and if it is dealing with it so i would say that is important and also i think what has really come out of this episode is understanding that just because i feel love for example alex it doesn't mean that alex feels loved by me so we have to go the extra mile of understanding of making Alex feel loved through understanding how exactly he would like to be loved. So I think that is what has really stood out for me. And I thank you guys so much for listening and we will be back soon. Thank you so much and also we'll see if we can link uh 
we can link a test for people who want to take yeah. the test to take the tests. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye.